how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H the Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit him like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 429. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Isles. And I am your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. I'm still a little under the weather, so uh, I'm at risk for a coughing fit at any given moment during this episode still. But uh, but we're going to do this. We're going to get caught up around the NFL, talk about all the trades that went down this week because it was a very fun NFL trade deadline for a change. So, But before we get too far into that, the most important question I have this morning, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I also may burst out into a coughing fit, but that's purely because um, I watched my Panthers choke away the lead in the division. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, so buddy. So that, that might be why I start coughing, this, like, the, the, the choking residue. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about that for a minute? Please. I am dying to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to say, so DJ Moore shouldn't have taken off his helmet. Should not have. Um, no. Uh, DJ Moore did take his off his helmet while he was off the field, so technically shouldn't have been a penalty. Absolutely. Both um, things true. Yeah. Also, uh, Panthers should have lost that game anyway because that was a Hail Mary throw. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, first of all, how dare you? That was, that was an incredible – it was an incredible throw by P.J. Walker, yeah. an incredible yeah. play yeah. on the ball by DJ Moore. Yeah. And yep. terrible defense by two by two DBs. So yeah, I know. Yep. I hard disagree. We should have won that game. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna forget the previous three quarters where they clearly were better than us. Forget all that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. They're playing with house money. I'm just saying. I'm with you that you know I'm not gonna get bent out of shape over that call. Like I don't I don't know that it should have been a penalty, but he also just should have took his helmet off. Like yeah, also, Jay, that's a, that's, that rule's been around for a while now. Yeah, like, everyone knows that rule. Yeah. Everyone knows that rule. Yeah. Um, um, also, uh, also that, that what, what was it, 10 yards? Was it 10 or 15? 15 yards? It's 15-yard penalty, which is which yeah, steep. Ki ki yeah, kickers should still make that. I'm he sorry. Should, it was a 48-yard field goal. He should have still made that. Kick. Yeah. And I have a lot of empathy for kickers. I'm not crapping on the kicker, but I'm just saying, like, kickers should still make that. <laughs> and then comes right back around. And, and, and um... And in overtime, we get the interception, and he had it another like what was it like a thirty-eight yarder or something like that? Yeah. And he shanked yeah. that one. So I mean, like, yeah. So that to me definitely lets DJ off the hook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like because he shanked the other one. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> that was that was one of the most hurtful losses that the Panthers have had in recent years. I've, I've you know we've had some bad losses, but. That one was just like, like, guys, come on. It's like just everything went wrong like the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And it sucks because Panero's actually not been a bad kicker for He's him. not. So it's it's uh so it's it's too bad that it happened to be that game where he decided to forget how to kick for momentarily. So. Yeah, it's they, 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 they just got the yips. It happens sometimes, man. Big moment. Sometimes yeah. sometimes yeah. you get the yips. Yeah, that that over that so, over uh, the overtime kick was just that was just a great like he wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah. Um how about this though? Deontay Foreman looks like a player, my friend. Um <laughs> Does he not? Am I wrong? So I just would No, he looks phenomenal. So I just I giggled yeah. because I don't know what what degree of 
Christian McCaffrey slander are we allowing? Are we allowing none? Are we allowing a little? (laughs) (laughs) So, so I, I will say what this, it changes the complexion of the offense and it's huge that Carolina has already a very good left tackle. Uh, yes. That helps a lot. It does. But uh, Deontay Foreman is a good running back, and it, it's a good story, too. Like, he's 26. He's had some catastrophic injuries that took him a long time to come back from. And it's just good to see him getting a legit chance at a full workload and being able to show the type of power and the type of running back that he can be. And I, I, I don't think it's related to Christian McCaffrey because Christian McCaffrey is really good, too. Yeah, and, he is. Uh, adds adds a whole other dimension to the offense and I'm happy for him in San Francisco, clearly already thriving. And yeah, he's, uh, he's already I, a monster there. Yeah. And it was time to move on because by the time the Panthers are going to be legitimately competitive, McCaffrey might be done. So it was yeah. time to move on uh, for Carolina to do this full rebuild and for honestly, to be fair to McCaffrey. So I don't think any slander is necessary. Uh, you know, I think everything worked out well for everyone is what I think. You are you are the least fun sports fan ever. Aren't I? Are no I'm fun. terrible. I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm no super fun. boring. <laughs> super boring. You're all logical and reasonable. How dare you? I want to come on here and say that the run game is the exact same without him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you're all reasonable. I mean, but, you know, what McCaffrey brings to the table isn't a runner. I mean, he's a good runner. Like, there's nothing wrong with his ability to run the football. That's not a dig on him at all. But if you've got, you know, one play to make a rushing down, right? Like, yeah. Is, is, is there a big difference between McCaffrey and Deontay Foreman? I don't think so. You've, right? all, you've long it, said that about McCaffrey. That's been a thing yeah. you've always said about him. He's a good running back. That's nothing against him or anything. But, that, like, his ability as a – as a lineup in the I formation and take a handoff, like his ability to do that isn't what differentiates him from the rest of the league. Like it's it's his ability to move around the offense, run a route, catch a ball, run after the catch, get open in space. Like those are the things that make him elite. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. You've, that's always been the, been the, been the thing with him and good for him. I'm just, I'm joking about McCaffrey. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad he's, he's doing well with San Francisco. Yeah, of course. Um, and just happy for Foreman. Like I said, it's a good story. Yeah. Um, and he's, uh, you know, doing well. I hope they keep giving him the rock. I, I, I know Chuba Hubbard's hurt right now. When he comes back, it, it kind of looked like it may, might be Hubbard is the 1A and, and Foreman is the 1B, which is a very functional, very modern, very useful way to approach the run game in the NFL right now. Mm. But I am kind of hoping that Foreman continues to get that kind of workload just because he's fun to watch. He kind of runs... He kind of runs angry. I always enjoy those types of running backs. You know, it's that throwback yeah. style in me. So. I um, a couple of things. We're we're apparently just talking uh, Panthers now. A couple more Panthers. I want to bring. Let's up. do it. Let's um, do it. Look, it, it was a huge trade. I know. It, I know it's not that recent, but we might not have talked about it. So. I don't know that we really we we talked about it. But I don't think we really went into it. Um, yeah. A, a couple guys. I want to know if we're buying. Are we buying Terrace Marshall? I'm buying a little Terrace Marshall. I think we're buying that he's not gone, right? I think, like, a few weeks ago, we just said, oh, no, he's nothing. Like, he's clearly not breaking into this rotation of, of receivers, and he's buried on the depth chart, and he's not, he's not turning into a player. Now, he's getting the snaps, and he's getting the targets, and so we get to actually see who he is. So, I don't know if I'm buying him, like, this is a good, solid receiver again, which yeah. is, I loved him coming out of the draft. But uh, I, I think that I'm definitely buying as, oh, good, we're going to get a chance to see him now. Um, 
I do think that, you know, PJ Walker, you know, we can talk all day about what he is or isn't, right? But I, I do think, he, the, at least the last couple of weeks, he's played well. I think I would say he's played good. He's not been great, but I'd say he's played well. And I think that you've seen yeah. DJ Moore's numbers look a lot better. Terrace Marshall's numbers look a lot better. I don't think it's a coincidence. <laughs> I, I don't think so either. I, I think PJ Walker has shown he deserves to start the rest of the season. Absolutely. And and he deserves to be the backup next year or the bridge quarterback. That's exactly what I think should happen. Start the rest of this year. We'll probably definitely draft someone in the first round. And then uh, he deserves to, you know, maybe start the season. Uh, then the rookie comes in week six, week seven, or maybe just start as the backup, depending on what who we get, right? Yeah, open camp, open camp with the rookie, whoever they bring in. Um, and and a lot of it depends, like where you're drafting. You know what I mean? If Carolina ends up going on a little bit of a run here and they end up drafting seventeenth or something, like maybe you could, maybe you, maybe you forego quarterback. You start PJ Walker. You try to develop Matt Coral for another year. And then reevaluate in 2024. But if you end up with a top 10 pick, you got to take one of those guys. Yeah, that's definitely. We're two and four, I believe we are. What are we? Two and six? What are we? Something like that. Uh, two you and six. are two and six. Yeah, absolutely. So right now, I think you'd be drafting like fourth uh, third? Like third. Third something or fourth. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Something like Which that. Which so, would definitely uh, not I know getting... it's. De- Go ahead. I know it'd be Detroit, Houston right now. And if yeah. that happens, I'm guessing both the top two elite quarterbacks go off one, two. Yeah, I, I would probably guess. Although, you know, I'm not well, I'm not ready to sell Davis Mills, but I think if you had one of those guys, I would, I would take one of those guys. Yeah, so to me, it's not about Davis Mills, right? Because Davis Mills is fine. I think that's what Davis Mills is. I think he's fine, right? And so, uh, you know, he's got a little upside. He's been better than expected based on his draft capital and all that. But I think that if you're Houston and you have an opportunity to get one of those two top, top guys, I think you you can't blink. Like, you need yeah. to do it. You need yeah. to take this. Davis Mills can't keep you from taking uh, Bryce Young or, CJ or you know, C.J. Stroud. It's uh, and, and maybe those guys suck, right? Quarterback maybe. is a crapshoot, yeah. but you have to give yourself a shot. You have to. Yeah, I agree with you. Detroit, too. Detroit, too. That's not actually me crapping on Jared Goff. But if you're there and you can take one of them and they are elite prospects, which they are, you have to do it. Yeah. Detroit's definitely taking a quarterback. Um, I also would just like to point out that, uh, you know, Detroit does have the Rams first round pick. And uh, they do. The Rams, uh, they haven't looked great. <laughs> no, they haven't looked great. Um it's 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 interesting that that division i love that division Dwayne. It, it, it's a mess it's a mess it, it's cracking me up I, i'm enjoying it thoroughly uh it's chaos it's going to continue to be chaos it wouldn't shock me if if anything happens in that division the rest of the season so good good for seattle i root for, I, I root for seattle. I thought would be one of the worst teams in football i think year. i might have had them as maybe like number two on when we did our predictions i think i had them for a second worst record in the league i'll look that up but i think i had them too i had them too um you had, had them too you had them four actually. i had them four okay okay yeah i had them too i had jet seahawks so that uh, looks, looks great for you <laughs> I, you know what the jets are five and three i i'm gonna i i uh, the Jets obviously aren't finishing that low, but yeah. I don't think Jets. I don't think the Jets are going to finish with a good record. I think this is smoke and mirrors, and it's not going to end well. I could not agree with you more, especially now that Brees Hall's out. But but but, but even yeah. before then, like I thought that five and three, it's a it's a, it's a flimsy five and three. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, o- over their next five games, they got the Bills twice and the Vikings. Um, there you Patriots go. and Bears. We'll see what happens here, but that that's going to be pretty rough. So, um, also, although I will say they're guaranteed to get a win week 18 against the Dolphins with the Dolphins playoff spot on the line. There it the Jets is. Oh, guaranteed, we'll just go ahead and pencil Guaranteed to win that game and both teams will miss the playoffs. Put that in and pin. Yeah. I would just say that <laughs> your, your top five picks in the draft, that, that, that list doesn't look great, buddy. I'm just, you got, you had Jets, Seahawks, Commanders stink, but they are like, I think they're four and four Browns and the Giants. Yeah, doesn't look good. Doesn't look good at all. Mine isn't much better. I had Texans, Jets, Bears, Seahawks, Patriots. Those look much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll see how it ends up. But yeah, doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. Your Patriots hate was pretty good. Um, so far, we'll see what happens. Uh, Therefore, the Pats I will are doing. Say... You know what the Pats are doing though? The Pats are doing that thing that they always do, where they just they beat bad teams. And yeah. it and it and it and it, it makes your record look a lot better when you're beating up bad teams. Like they're four yeah. and four, and their four wins are not against good teams, and they've lost to the good, the better teams that they have played. But it just yeah. helps whenever you beat up on the bad teams. Yeah, uh, I will say two of my bold predictions look good. The other three look like they're garbage already. So, because <laughs> um, I, I I said four rookie quarterbacks will start a game, and that's already correct. So, have we already had four? Wow. Jeez. We've already had four, yeah. Skylar Thompson, uh, yeah. Bailey Zappi, and uh, Kenny Pickett, and Malik Willis have all started games. There so. you go. There's your four. We what might you? we might hit five, depending <laughs> on what Atlanta and Washington does moving on. Atlanta Washington keep winning with their quarterbacks, so it's uh, – uh, Like, Taylor Heineke is 2-0, right? Isn't he? The, both of those rookies should be starting. What are we doing? Right? I agree, but Taylor Heineke's 2-0. Like, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to argue with Ron Rivera continuing to trot him out there, right, when they're 4-4 four and four right now and Taylor Heineke's winning. It's so. the same with Atlanta. Atlanta's 4-4. Four and four. It's like, and yeah, I guess you could – Atlanta's at least leading the division, so I guess you could make an argument yeah. that they are making – They're leading the division, whereas Washington is 4-4 four and four, two games back from third yeah. place of the division. Put so. in Sam Howell. What are you doing? Yeah, right? Um <laughs> So we, we, we had a trade deadline. We've talked 14 minutes. I, I guess we talked McCaffrey a little bit. Yeah, we've not talked talk. about We were allegedly going to talk about the trade deadline. Can I go on a Dolphins tangent? I want you to so bad because the, the response to the Dolphins trade has really just befuddled me a bit. Yeah, so the Dolphins gave up, uh, I think, a first-round pick, a fourth-round pick, and my internet's a little spotty right now, so I don't have, I'm doing a lot of this off memory, and Chase Edmonds, and they got Bradley Chubb, right? So, um. Yeah. Bradley Chubb is an exceptionally young pass rusher coming off his rookie contract. So they just paid him all the money also, right? Um, I've heard a lot of people say things like, uh, Dolphins shouldn't have done that. Chubb Chubb doesn't make them a Super Bowl contender and all that. And, And I think that's nonsense to look at this. They didn't trade for Von Miller. They traded for... A player in his breakout year who's like, I think he's 24 yeah, he or is. something like that at a premium position. So you traded a first round pick and paid all the money to a premium position pass rusher. That's the guy you do that for, right? Yeah. With that first round pick, that's what you want. You, you want with that first round pick, an elite pass rusher who's young. Like, and it's okay to pay a pass rusher. That's the guy you pay. You pay a pass rusher. Yeah. I don't understand the criticism of this. Even if your team stinks, if your team sucks, right? Nobody got on the bear uh, on the Bears a few years back when they traded multiple first for Khalil Mack. Of course right? not. Everyone was like, "Oh, great, they got a great player." 
Dolphins got a great player they can build with who's a good part of their team moving forward. So regardless of whether or not the Dolphins are contenders, and they're good right now. Dolphins are good. Yeah. Uh, as long as Tua stays healthy, which is a big if. But they're good right now. <laughs> Yes, you add to that defense. Yes, you add Bradley Chubb. You make that pass rush fearsome. You pay him all the money, and you give up a first-round pick to do it 10 times out of 10. Zero, zero problems with that trade. I don't understand at all any of the criticism. The actual, let's say what the actual trade was. So it was Chubb and a 2025 fifth-round pick um, for Chase Edmonds, the 2023 first-round pick. That I believe that was a pick you guys got. Right, that wasn't. That's not San your Francisco pick. pick. That's yeah. the San Francisco yeah. pick that you got in that trade, uh, and a twenty twenty four fourth round pick is what the trade was. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, and and yeah, that leads the Dolphins without a first round pick because we lost our our own first round pick. Um, we were penalized for all the. Um, <laughs> the we were penalized stuff. for yeah we weren't penalized for anything we did to brian flores right we were penalized <laughs> <laughs> we were penalized for having like bad contact with tom brady it's ridiculous um i chalk that up to the right result for the wrong reasons man i tell you but uh but yeah, so Dolphins don't have a first round pick. But again, they got an elite pass rusher in the prime of his entering the prime of his career. Like that's what you want to do. Yeah, now Chubb they have Jalen Phillips. Right, and Chubb, is Chubb. As, Chubb is as anyone that you would have drafted with that pick. Yeah, he's he's who you hope to draft. He's who you would <laughs> hope to draft with that pick, right? Like, and and I heard somebody say that doesn't solve the offensive line issues. They're like, no, it doesn't. Of course, it doesn't. That's okay. You don't have to solve your biggest problem to make it a good move, right? It's still a good move. And I, there's no guarantee that with a late first-round pick, which is probably what that pick's going to be, no guarantee that that late first-round pick is going to solve your offensive line woes either. We've yeah. invested a lot of draft capital into the offensive line. It hasn't worked out. We still need to fix things. One thing we're doing well is we're scheming around our offensive line, and Tua is a smart, accurate quarterback who's getting the ball out in time, so that's good. But yeah, yeah. Offensive line, still a problem. Still a great trade. Still yeah. a great, great trade for the Dolphins. I don't get it. I don't get the criticism. You can't, um, you can't solve every problem with every trade. Um, Especially in football, where you've got yeah. 22 starters. You've got 22 problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 22 problems, but a 2A isn't one. Oh, see, I was thinking of where to go. You went 2A. That's good. Yeah, that worked. That worked. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, let's talk about from Denver's perspective. Why did Denver make that trade? They didn't want to pay him. Yeah, I think that's it. They, they've got they're, they're stressed out. The NFL has a hard cap, right? So money matters in the NFL. Yeah. And uh, you know the Dolphins could do that because they can pay Tyreek Hill and they can pay Bradley Chubb because most of their defense is young, right? And they haven't had to pay him yet. And uh, most of their offense outside of Tyreek Hill is young and they haven't had to pay him yet. That's why they can do that. Um, I think that where this will come in is we probably won't be able to extend Mike Gesicki, but that probably wasn't going to happen anyway. Uh, and, you know, we may end up having to do some creative stuff when we start having to extend guys like Javon Holland, Jalen Phillips, and Tua, but, and Jalen Waddell, of course. But uh, that's all down the line. We can worry about that later. Uh, right now, locking up a young pass rusher is, the, is what you could do when you have a quarterback on his rookie contract. Yeah, I don't get any of the... It, it seems like a, a no-brainer slam dunk to me. I don't get it. Yeah. So that's it for Denver. Denver's already paid a bunch of guys, and uh, most notably, they're, they're, 
they've got 300% of their cap going to Russell Wilson. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they're, 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 they're going to be capped out. They're going to have problems. They're not going to be able to pay Bradley Chubb. You get a first-round pick for him right now. It's a, it's a no-brainer for Denver also, given the state of their cap and the state of their team. Yeah. That tra- that tra- that, that's one of those trades that I thought made sense for everybody. I don't know why everyone crapped on that deal. It made sense for everybody. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it at all, my friend. So, um, we'll move on. I uh, didn't, for some reason, miss this trade uh, when it happened. I didn't see it until I started f- flipping through the list. Uh, the Jags traded for Calvin Ridley. How did I miss that? <laughs> well, it, it was kind of understated, and it's you know, it's a trade that uh, doesn't have any 2022 implications. Yeah, because so he's not playing it, this year. It, it makes sense. Yeah, he's definitely not playing this year. He has to apply for reinstatement in February, so that's not not guaranteed that he's going to come back. Because so, the NFL doesn't really care if you're an evil person, but if you bet on the games, they care. Listen, so, how, l- come on now. Hey, we have, we have morals in the National Football yeah. League. That's and right. You cannot bet on games. And, 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 and it's a good rule. I'm not crapping on the rule. I'm just talking about our it is. interesting this, priorities. This is the thing we've said. We said this whenever the Deshaun Watson stuff came up. It is not that we, we talk about Deshaun Watson got 11 games and Calvin Ridley got a, uh, got a whole season. It is not that I'm downplaying what Calvin Ridley did. I think Calvin Ridley should have definitely been punished an entire season because you just you can't have guys betting on games. You just can't. It questions you the integrity yeah, of the entire can't. sport. Like, you can't do that. Also, Deshaun Watson should have got more. But that's a different argument. <laughs> yeah. Also, Deshaun Watson shouldn't have become the highest paid player in his position in the midst of all of it. But Right. <sighs> different conversation for a different day. But the Calvin Ridley part of it, I think, is fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, also, before before you come at me for being a Dolphins fan, also believe the same thing about Tyreek Hill, just so you know. Yeah. So what I just said about Sean Watson, 100% I believe the same true. thing about Tyreek Hill. It's absolutely yeah. true. Every Again, yeah. the, it's, it's a league-wide issue. It's not a team-wide issue, right? Like, I'm not, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, people crapping on the, the Browns for doing the Deshaun Watson deal. Like, Miami tried to do it. Carolina tried to do yep. it. Like, it's not uh, – it, all those teams were, were calling after him. It's not a specifically yep, Cleveland problem. Yep, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I like that trade for for Jacksonville going into next year. Gives them another weapon. I was talking about I kind of like Jacksonville, and you said they didn't have enough weapons. They had they have Christian Kirk. They're gonna add Calvin Ridley. Etn's yep. coming back. I, I'm I'm kind of liking it. That team not ready to have the Trevor Lawrence conversation yet. It's only his second year, and he's gone. You know, it's not been in a good situation. But you're just giving him another and, weapon. It's gonna and make. I would say. I would say it's kind of like his first year too, uh, honestly. Yeah. So, just because of how bad the situation was, it was yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's hard to uh, hard I, to I imagine the coaching I know that's situation. Trevor Lawrence apologist stuff. Uh, yeah. I know it's Trevor Lawrence apologist stuff, but last year was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> it was and pretty so, bad. You yeah, know, so. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm willing to give him a mulligan. I'll give him two mulligans. Yep. Next year, you're going to have Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, and Travis Etienne. I'm not giving you as many mulligans next year. I'm, I'm going to want to see something next year. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Um, assuming Ridley comes back. But either assuming way, either way I, think the Jaguar, I think the Jaguars need to see him do something. And what I need to see, I need to see him miss less throws. That's kind of my issue with Trevor Lawrence right now is he yeah. just... I'm not worried about the interceptions. I'm not worried about uh, any of that stuff. I like his demeanor. I like I like his uh, mechanics, all, all that stuff. What I don't like is he's missing routine throws, and yeah. and you can't do that. Um, you know his 
his basic mechanics on an out route, for instance, like the ball is sailing on him or the ball is going in the dirt way too often. And I need I need to see him hit hit those routine throws if I, if this offense is going to thrive. 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, this didn't happen on, on the trade value on the uh, on the deadline day, but uh, the Ravens traded for Roquan Smith. That happened. Yeah, yeah, it happened. The, I think the day before the deadline. Yeah, so, um, that's a uh, yeah, I, that's wild. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, it's 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 a great trade. Um, you know, a second rounder uh, means probably more to Chicago than it does to Baltimore right now. Baltimore has their team. I mean, obviously, the the, the picks matter. Um, they always matter. But Baltimore uh, needed to shore up the defense. Needed to shore up the run defense specifically. Uh, Roquan Smith fills a need for them. What he, what he does, he's going to allow Patrick Queen to freelance instead of forcing him into that mic spot. And maybe Roquan plays off ball. I'm not sure. But both of them are going to be able to freelance a little bit more. Patrick Queen is going to be freed up to do the stuff he does well, which is fly to the ball, cover tight ends, do things like that, while Roquan Smith is more of a thumper in, in that defense. And he's a playmaker. So I, I think it's a great fit defensively. I think it's a good move for both teams. Um, he wanted out. The Bears are kind of rebuilding. Uh, it doesn't hurt Justin Fields for them to move Roquan Smith and get the pick. And I, I think as long as you're doing things that don't hurt Justin Fields, uh, I'm on board for whatever Chicago's doing during this rebuild. And then on, on the Baltimore side, like I said, you're you're improving a defense on a what should be a contending team. And I, I, I really think that that's a good move in that regard. Smith is a really good player. He is. The Bears also traded um, Robert Quinn. They did. They moved him, and they also traded for Chase Claypool. They did trade for Chase Claypool. Chase, I've been doing that all week. Chase Claypool. Yeah. <laughs> His name is not Clay. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> Clay Chase Pool. That's what I've been saying all week. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've made that same that same error. I'm pretty sure. Um, which let, let's go into that one. Uh, sure. Robert Quinn makes sense. You, you move him. That that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Um, I Chase Claypool. People don't like that they gave up a second round pick for Chase Claypool, right? That th- they think that Claypool hasn't done enough. Maybe, but I really yeah. like. Um, I I really like him. I think that I, I think he's a weapon. I think that if the offensive staff is clever and lines him up all over the field and has him do multiple different things and gives him some handoffs and um, all of that stuff. I think that that helps. He's also got some size, which uh, Darnell Mooney didn't have. I think that that's going to help Mooney. Um, I I, I like the trade. I think it's a bit of a gamble. They're going to have to pay him soon, but yeah, a a second rounder for a a good receiver on a team that really needed a good receiver. I, I, I don't hate that. What do you think about Claypool there? I, I I think a second round pick. I think that's a second round pick is kind of steep. I do think that's a a steep price for for him. But again, Chase Claypool is really good. Like I, I I think that if at some point you're gonna have to use your assets to take gambles on guys. Yeah. Um, so you know, like and and it's a really 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 big position of need for them. For a guy, I think he's still he's yeah he's 24. He's still young. He's shown flashes yeah. of being good. I, I get it. I get taking the risks for a second round pick. I, I, I like it knowing that it, it is, it is kind of, like you said, kind of a risk, kind of a gamble, kind of a high price tag to pay for him. But I get it. 
Yeah, and this is what my hope is. My hope is that Chicago, Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, who took like, uh, you know, five weeks to figure out that they want to move Justin Fields out of the pocket, right? I don't know why it took him that long to figure <laughs> and they that still, out. And they still forget that they need to do that with him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, mostly because that offensive line is one of the worst in the league. I mean, that, mm. that's a big part of it. But um, what I'm hoping is they don't get Chase Capel where they're like, okay, he's 6'4", line him up, X receiver, run him downfield, yeah. run those X receiver routes every time because that's not who Claypool is. Yeah. So if they do that, this is going to be disappointing. It's also not what this offense is, right? Like Justin Fields isn't a drop back seven steps and launch the ball downfield to a primary X receiver. That's not who he is. And right. so uh, I hope they have Claypool – lining up in the slot, lining up out wide, lining up in the backfield, moving around the offense, going into motion, doing uh, you know flat routes and skitty posts and things like that that Claypool does really well and allow him to thrive and get yards after the catch and do things like that. Use his size to bully defenders in that way and not, and not be like, okay, now we have our X receiver. That's what I hope, and we'll see what happens, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope Luke Getze is smart enough to figure that out. Uh, he's better be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Claypool is a good start. They still need more weapons, obviously. Um, but yeah, I like I, I I like the deal. I'm gonna I'm gonna come down on the yes, thumbs up for that deal. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I like it too. Again, it's a it's a risk, but I think it's a calculated risk, and I think it's worth it. Um, there's a lot of other things to talk about, but I want to talk about this. Uh, you know what my you know what my least favorite trade of this deadline was? What's that? The Bills trading for Naheem Hines. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't do like you have this a lot trade. Of James Cook. I have James Cook. Come on. Yeah, I'll <laughs> do it. This sucks. I don't like this at all. <laughs> we'll we'll see what that means for James Cook, but it it certainly doesn't mean good things for James Cook. So, <laughs> hey, they traded Zach Moss. So it's, it's, they did, at least they didn't trade James Cook. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Although you almost you almost wish they had, right? Because James when, Cook in Indianapolis, he'd at least be the RB two. Yeah, he'd be the RB two instead of the RB three. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, Naheem Hines, he signed that um, that extension. I, I think last year, the year before. Uh, really, not a whole lot of guaranteed money in that deal. So, yeah, like, they yeah. could cut him next year if they don't like him. So, if they like James Cook and they don't like Naheem Hines, they didn't give up a whole lot to get Hines. They can cut him next year. So, I I think if you're a dynasty fantasy player and you've got James Cook, I think he's a hold. I oh, think yeah. you're fine. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, not maybe him. maybe even a buy low. He might even be a bit of a buy low option if somebody's selling him. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, definitely in redraft, I think Cook is droppable. If 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 yeah. if you've been holding them, I it's it's just so funny. I saw that trade, and the first thing I thought was fantasy. That's just how fantasy yeah. has corrupted our minds. <laughs> That's how we do. That's how we do. I saw that trade, and was like, dang it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh goodness. Um, what else we got to talk about? Do you want to talk a little T.J. Hawkinson to the Vikings? Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, another one that I think was was money based. I think that Detroit figures that Hawkinson is going to get a, a big contract. Didn't want to be the one to give it to him on a rebuilding team. That's fine. Yeah, uh, makes sense. I like Hawkinson. I might have kept him and paid him, but I would have. You know, because but because they're going to have a rookie quarterback, so I think they could kind of afford that luxury. And Hawkinson is so good. Like I, I don't like taking weapons away from the offense, but. You're gonna um, have yeah, you're gonna have a rookie quarterback next year. One of the best things you can give a rookie quarterback is a solid tight end. 
Right? And now they don't have one. Uh, unless you really like James Mitchell, who I, I kind of like James Mitchell. He's their fifth-round rookie out of Virginia Tech. Coming off a knee injury, but flashes that multifaceted game that I think they're hoping from him. They might be high on him. Maybe that's why they did this. But uh, I think it's financially motivated. Not uh, Ultimately, I think I come down against it. I get why Detroit did it, but I think I ultimately come down against it because I think you want Bryce Young and or C.J. Stroud to have weapons when they come in next year. And because you're going to have a quarterback on a rookie contract. Like, Goff's going to be gone soon. You're going to have a quarterback on a rookie contract. You can afford to pay that guy. And uh, you're not going to have to pay Amon Ra or Jameis Williams yeah. yet. Yeah. I, I, think, I, I, I think it's a mistake. I, I really do. I get why they did it. I, I think it's a mistake. Um, I, I really like him. And I think it's a great move from Minnesota. Uh, they're good. They're adding a, an elite tight end. And, and I think TJ Hawkinson is an elite tight end. People say he's disappointing. I, I, think, he's, I, I think he's the top of Tier 2. If Tier 1 is Travis Kelsey... Uh, George Kittle and uh, Mark Andrews. I think T.J. Yeah. Hawkins is the top of tier two. Fair and and so Minnesota. I think that adding him, especially with Irv Smith hurt, uh, I I think changes the dynamics of that offense because Hawkins is a good blocker and a good receiver, and it's another weapon for Kirk Cousins. And they're six and one. They're a good team. So I I, I like I like the trade for Minnesota. I kind of wish Detroit had held him. Yeah, I would have done that trade. Can we talk to the Lions for a second? Sure. Why is their defense so bad? Uh, it just They just don't have enough talent, right? I, th- they're working on it. They're a, a work in, pro- in progress. But they, you know, they have one and a half starting corners. They have one starting linebacker. Um, they have one and a half starting defensive linemen. I mean that's really that's really what it is. So they're just they're just working on it, right? Shots, so shots fired at shots fired at their half defensive lineman. I know, right? I, I I'm calling. I, I I'm basically saying because Romeo Aquara is hurt, and so I'm basically saying, you know, when, when, if he gets back to health, and we'll see if he does. But if he gets back to health at some point, and is is who we've seen him be? Then I think they have two defensive linemen. But I'm gonna call him a half right now. Um. Uh, Ar- Armani Aruaria is uh, kind of my uh, that that's my shot, right? I did kind of half half a defensive back there. <laughs> you did. Um, that that or he and Jeff Akuda are each three quarters of a defensive back, so <laughs> I'm not sure. But it, it's been it's been a little disappointing. Akuda has shown flashes. He's also shown not flashes. Yeah, um, so, I'm still buying Jeff Akuda. I'm in. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna call him a legit starter, but it's um. It's not. It's not set in stone. Like I'm writing it in pencil. Yes, so. it's, it's in pencil. Um, I also think that the, you know, you just traded away your 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 really 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 good tight end. You also have one of the worst defenses in the league. You don't have a ton of offensive weapons. I just you're not setting not setting your rookie quarterback up for a good rookie year. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, although they will they will have DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Jameson Williams, who I, I, I yeah, like I all that those was, guys. Not, I mean, it, the cupboard's not bare. And a, a sneaky good offensive line. So, yeah. um, so I, I think they're okay, but you're right. I would have kept Hawkinson. I, I feel like that's more valuable than the second-round pick um, that, that you got back. They can use, and they can so. use that second-round pick to you know, address other things. So it, it's not... Again, not the end of the world, but I, I wouldn't have done it. 
Yeah. Now I'm gonna laugh if they go out and pay like Mike Gusecki a ton of money. Then I'm gonna be like, "What are you doing?" Well, you know that's so. exactly what's gonna happen. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> that that's gonna that's gonna make me that's gonna make me roll my eyes strongly if they go out and pay pay a lesser tight end big money. So no no offense to Mike Gusecki, he's a good player, but I don't think I, I don't think he's as good as, as Hawkins. Hawkins is just multifaceted, and Gusecki's not so. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I imagine what they'll do is they'll use those picks to shore up the defense, maybe take a tight end. We'll see. Maybe take the Georgia tight end. Who's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, with that Rams pick. So let's see. Yeah. Who, what else? I don't have, I, my internet's blipped again. So, um, your internet's going in and out. Um, yeah, it's storming right now. So, um, uh, I think those were the main trades. That uh that we had that we wanted to talk about. There's a lot of other things. Uh, Miami got Jeff Wilson. Yeah, which is fine. It's that fine. Works. Jeff Wilson's a nice one too. Um, with Raheem Mostert, who's struggled to stay healthy, knows the offense already, so that's nice. They didn't give up much to get him. Um, is Kadarius Tony anything? The Chiefs traded. He for might him. be. He might be. You know, the Chiefs are are talented enough to um to use him, right? The I, I'm bothered that he was hurt and now he's not. Um, I don't really understand that. Right? I do. I understand it. <laughs> yeah. He wanted well, out of New York. Yeah, I, I I just don't like that precedent. You know what I mean? But I, I won't pretend to know the what was going on exactly there. Clearly there were issues there. Probably bagel related. But Definitely. I um right. I Brian, think that, like, Brian Dable comes in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Comes in to, to general manager Joe Schoen. It's like Joe. Joe and Brian, he's just like Joe's like Brian. Now calm down. Brian. Calm down, Brian. Brian. I tried to call you before you came in, Brian. Yes. <laughs> this is the last Brian's day this like, happens, Joe. He did it again, Joe. He did it again. <laughs> Joe says, Brian, just order two blueberries. Just order two blueberry bagels. And Brian's like, it's not the point, Joe. That's not the point. I shouldn't have to order two. He knows. Tony knows. Oh, He's God. in the trainer room right now with blueberries all over his face. Joe's like, Joe's like, Brian, we've talked about this. Call Brian. down. Brian says, get him out of here today. Joe says, fine. Get me Andy Reid. We're bra- we're- yeah, Andy Reid doesn't eat bagels. He's only he doesn't bris- eat bagels. It's yeah. just brisket. It's all brisket. It's sa- brisket sandwiches. <laughs> For breakfast. Yeah. yeah. We kid. And- we kid Andy Reid. The only the only reason Andy Reid kicks you off the team is if you bring that sandwich back with the wrong mustard. Like it's got to have mustard, but it can't be the wrong mustard. Spi- only sp- only spicy mustard. That's right. Only the right. It's a very specific type of spicy mustard. It's the grocery store one. Like you have to go to the deli counter to ask for it special. That's that's the way. It's a very specific, very specific mustard. It's it's called. You go to the. You have to go to a specific store. You have to ask for Andy's mustard. They know what you mean. And it, yeah, they know. They know what yeah. it means. It's so like, you oh, give them a little wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You give me the, you want the Andy special. I yeah, think it the comes only out other... like a little one of the little like plastic to go like sauce things. Like <laughs> yeah, definitely, it definitely. <laughs> you can't buy it. You just have to request it. <laughs> oh man, uh, we uh, love Andy Reid. We love we, Andy Reed. we kid Andy Reid. We kid Andy Reid. We love him. The only other trade I think we didn't discuss uh, that happened at the deadline was. Um, the, uh, the Bills traded for Dean Marlowe, seventh round pick for uh, seventh set, traded a seventh round pick to Atlanta for Dean Marlowe. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, Micah Hyde is hurt. Jordan Poyer's nicked up. I think that just solidifies the secondary, gives them some, uh, uh, it gives them a backup. Dean Marlowe used to play for the Bills. He started for them in the past in a stopgap uh, role. I think he just fills that, gives them a little bit of depth with a guy who knows the system that they're comfortable with. It works. It's kind of a nothing trade for Atlanta. They're yeah. pretty loaded at defensive back. So, uh, but Buffalo, you know, they, they, they shore up a secondary that's hurt right now. So I like that. Um, can we just talk a little football in general? Yeah, we could talk football in general. I like it. Let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. I want to talk about a couple things. Um, I, I, I want to talk about the Los Angeles Chargers. Because I yeah, we can talk about the Chargers. Because, you know, they've, they've, been, they've, been have, they've been going through it. They've had some injuries, as they are wont to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but they're still four and three. And they're right there in the, in the thick of everything. Are we buying or selling the Chargers? It, it, it seems like a buy low moment for them, even though they are still, you know, above 500 and definitely in the, in the hunt to make the playoffs. I don't know I'd buy them as a threat to win the, divi- win the conference, but I think that they could, they're still, you know, a, definitely a hunt for the playoffs. Yeah. So we both had them third in that division, but we still had them making the, the playoffs. So we, we were <laughs> high and low on them. I will say. Yeah, we're not um, going to talk about who we had first. We're not going to talk about that. We're just going to move. Or second. I think we had them second. Yeah, se- second. We both had Denver second. Yeah, we're not so. talking about that. We're moving on. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 will say, I will say Denver's one game out of second. So uh, <laughs> Somehow. I don't even know how, yeah. but somehow. <laughs> it, it's more silly that we had three teams from this division in the playoffs. Like, that's the one that looks sillier right now. Although it's still, it's still I mean, you know, we're at midseason, right? I it, mean, it it's not, happen. it's not, comp- I mean, it could, Denver's not making the playoffs. But, I mean, but it, it could happen, I suppose. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, uh, we'll see. Uh, the, the more disappointing is, to me, the Raiders have been disappointing. They um, have. Although, I, I will say they've lost. Chargers, Cardinals, Titans, Chiefs, Saints. I mean, now the Saints is an ugly loss, but yeah. the, those other losses were, I don't know, kind of reasonable. And then, yeah. um, you know, and then they, uh, you know, then they got blanked by the Saints. Like that was ugly. That was an ugly game. So I could see the Raiders going on a little run, but the Raiders are definitely the most disappointing team in this division. Uh, Denver has the most disappointing player in this division, but, <laughs> um, the Chargers, uh, you know, that they've beat the Raiders, Texans, Browns, and Broncos. They've lost to the Chiefs, Jags, and Seahawks. Uh, that that's not a great win loss when you start looking at the at yeah. the teams, right? Especially when they got Falcons, 49ers, Chiefs, Cardinals coming up. But the big question for me, and it kind of has been with the Chargers, is how healthy are they? Because yeah. Mike Williams is out. Keenan Allen may not suit up after weeks, but he's got a hamstring that's been bugging him all season. And the defense has been mostly healthy, but they've kind of been in and out as well. And Justin Herbert hasn't really been right since he hurt his ribs. And so I want to see coming out of the bye, how healthy does Herbert look? And then how long are they without both their receivers? So Because Austin Eckler can't do it all. I mean, he looks like he can do it all, but he can't do it all. And we're going to need, we're going to need some, some weapons, some pass catchers to show up for Herbert and we need Herbert to be healthy. I, I, I think he's been playing hurt and I think that's been sullying the, the way the chargers look in general, but it's, uh, they're definitely not a shoe in win in any week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Herbert, Herbert being hurt definitely has hurt them, but he still played well. He's been playing fine. 
I, I would say. Yep, he's fine. Fine. 12 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, 92 rating. That's, that's a good season, I'd say, so far. Um, yeah, he, he's playing fine. That's the thing with Herbert is, though, he, he I think the expectation with Herbert is that he plays phenomenal. Right, and he's been right. playing And he's been playing good. He's been yeah. fine. So, so yeah. I, the team worries me. I've always, even we want to go all the way back to Ladanian Thomason and Phillip Rivers. I've always under, you know, been under on the on the Chargers. They just have always got to yeah. board me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's it's very consistent. <laughs> they were in the AFC Championship game, and I was like, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm I still think that you look at the the, the playoff in the playoff picture in the AFC I think you're definitely penciling in the the Bills the the Chiefs and probably the Ravens and then yeah and 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 whoever wins the AFC probably by default probably probably by default honestly you know I I I I don't love that the way Malik Willis looked last week but you know it it, a win's a win so you know yeah yeah um They play the Chiefs this week, but then they've got the Broncos, Packers, and Bengals, and those three games all could be wins for the Titans because all three of those teams are a little Jekyll and Hyde. So, uh, yeah, oh, you know. the Packers. We could talk about the Packers if you want. But what I was saying was that that, that leaves basically all three wild card spots. I think are kind of up in the air. They, you could, I think so too. Uh, the Jets. I am not buying the Jets. Um, Me they're they're yeah. five and three. Uh, they've lost Brees Hall. I I I. You know, quarterback play has been very up and down. He's looked okay at times. He's looked really bad yep. at times. Um, yeah, then you've got, you know, the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins probably take one of those spots. The Chargers are there. Yeah. The Pats, we were talking about the Pats, but the Pats just keep winning against the bad teams they play. That's like, yeah. it's yeah. just, you can rack up. I don't think the Patriots are a very good team, but if you keep beating on beating up beating the teams that you should beat, you're gonna get to eight, nine, ten wins because there's gonna be yeah. you're playing a bunch of bad teams. They got the Colts again this week. They should beat the Colts. Yeah, so like yeah, I got, think I think they finish eight and nine. That's that's what I think. Looking at the, the looking at the paths, I think they finish eight and nine. That probably doesn't get you in the playoffs. Probably not. Pro- probably um, gonna have to get to nine or ten to get in the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's probably the Dolphins, assuming Tua doesn't get hurt. I, I again, I think that probably the Dolphins, the Chargers, and maybe Cincinnati. I think it'll be. I think. I think that's probably where I'd put my money. But are we tough, worried? Really are we tough. worried about uh, about Jamar Chase being out for an extended period of time? We are, but I think they'll figure it out. I just think, uh, you know, I, I I know the Cleveland game was ugly, but I think they'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm a little worried about. The There's things. too much talent. Yeah, there's too much talent on the team. Cleveland is also a factor, right? Because we're, what, like T-minus four weeks until we see That's right. That's Deshaun right. Watson. We're um, getting Deshaun you Watson know, if back. Things, if things continue to look a little, uh, you know, underwhelming in the AFC and the Browns can rattle off some wins, then they're still in it. Now they've got they're... the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Buccaneers the next three three games. So that could be yeah. a tough schedule. Now the, the Bucks have stunk, but... Yeah, uh, you know that that could be they could lose three games here and be out of it, right? But, I I feel like if the, if they lose those three games, they're definitely out. Yeah, if they win that Bucks game, if they can steal either that Miami game, yeah, either 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 one of those two games, if they can steal one of those two games and and just be like within shouting distance, I wouldn't shout. I would not count them out for Deshaun Watson uh, coming back. Also, would just like to say for, for just for you know. To have the complete picture, Deshaun Watson has not played football in almost two years. 
<laughs> it's true. It's true. And the last time we saw him, he was great, but the team stunk. So yeah, right. I just it's just it's important to remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. And uh different offense, different team, different weapons and all that. So there might be an adjustment period for Watson coming back. So um but I I, I wouldn't count the Browns in, but you know, it, it it is there. It is there. So um yeah, if I, that last spot, I pro- I uh, I don't know. I probably give it to the Pats, honestly. I think that they Yeah. I'd probably go Dolphins Chargers Pats. They're probably what I would They're probably they're probably the team I trust the most of this, yeah. but I don't know. The ba- the Bengals are tough for me to to count out. So. Yeah. Um, they just have too much talent. You know what I want? I want Sam Ellinger to be great for the Colts and lead the Colts into that spot. But it, it would be awesome. Happen, but that's what I want. It would be awesome. That would have to start this week with the Colts beating the Patriots. I think they need to win yeah. that game. If they want that last spot, they're going to have to beat the Pats. This is a must win for the Colts. Yeah. It, um, it, it, if, if they have any hopes for this season left. They yeah. may not have any hopes left. So Yeah. Now, uh, um. Oh. Over no, in the, go ahead. I was gonna say over in the NFC, NFC is a little different. Um, you talked about the Packers. I'm I am writing the Packers off. I'm done with the Packers. I yeah, think, they're three and five, and they look awful. I think they stink. Aaron Rodgers looks like he'd rather be you know somewhere with an acoustic guitar, <laughs> sitting in the hills somewhere. Like he he just doesn't seem like he cares. <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, he he got his big con- he got a new big contract, right? Um the team got rid of all his weapons and he's already got a Super Bowl. So like yeah. I, I don't know. I I kind of don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean I'm not I'm not an Aaron Rodgers apologist or anything, but I I you know, I'm okay with I'm okay <laughs> with him being like, "Eh, whatever on this year." Yeah. That division for them is already out of reach. The Minnesota Vikings my led by my longtime favorite quarterback, Kirk Cousins. I've long been yeah. a quarter a long Kirk Cousins time. believer. I've I've never said anything bad about the guy. Yeah, when you drafted him in our home league, I went really. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I like the pick. I'm just shocked to see it. So I was like, well, well, that was just what I like. I need to go ahead and get a quarterback because quarterbacks start to yeah. fly. So, yeah, I need to go ahead and get one. He's been good though. They're six and one. He has been. Uh, they're six, six and, and one. Six and one. They look fantastic. Um, yeah. Nothing bad. I think they're running away with that division. I'd be shocked if anything happens in that division and they don't win it at this point. Um, yeah. Are they a threat to the Eagles? The eight no Eagles, who I would say is probably the lead in the clubhouse in the NFC right now. Uh, yeah, I think they are. I mean, the Eagles, I I think are are the favorite right now. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to argue with eight and no. You know what eight I mean? Eight no, and, and they look uh, great. And we talked about the Robert Quinn trade. They added uh, him to the to the defense, which is just uh, another weapon on that defensive line. So, um, but Minnesota, you know, you could go somewhere when you've got Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen's still a good player, and now they add T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, Kirk Cousins isn't a bad quarterback. And then Zedaria Smith, I think, is tied for the league lead in sacks right now, I think, yeah. if, I, if I remember right. So uh, they've got good pieces. The defense is playing pretty well. I, I think that this team is good enough to challenge. I, I wouldn't pick them if I was betting uh, over Philly or maybe not even Dallas, depending on how that offense starts to, starts to click. But, uh, but they're really good, and they're fun to watch, and I'm happy for them. 
I, I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm not betting on the Vikings, but I, I, it would be really fun to see the Vikings, especially for Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, much maligned, Kirk Cousins, on this yeah. podcast yeah. included. It'd be awesome to see him lead his team to a Super Bowl. That'd be great. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of I've always, for that. I've always liked Cousins. I've always been uh, higher than you on Cousins, I think. The uh, the Eagles, I'm really rooting for Jalen Hurts. I do not like Eagles fans. I don't like Philly fans in general. I but, know, right? <laughs> but I really like Jalen Hurts. <laughs> It, it's a fun team to root for as much as I've, um, you know, said AJ Brown is overrated in the past. Like oh. I've always liked him and he's a great player. So I've got a new rule. I'm, can I, I want to, I want to introduce the AJ Brown rule. Sure. If you catch a 50 yard touchdown pass over two DBs, you are allowed to point at them and it's not a taunting penalty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that catch was so incredible. They gave him the taunting, which is, yes, he was taunting. You can't do that. But come on. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, great play. It it's like when play. you dunk on love, someone in the NBA. I, I just love I, – the, the taunting always kind of cracks me. Not that, I, not that I, like, have a strong desire to defend taunting or anything like that. But, right. But I, this is a game where you're encouraged to run as hard as you can <laughs> – and hit someone as hard as you can yeah. to knock them out. Yes. While the te- while the the fans, you know, scream bloody murder at you in yes. excitement, right? Yes. It's but but if you do that after you decapitate someone, you can't you can't you can't point at him. <laughs> right. I can that's, I can concuss this guy. That's legal. Yeah. But if I do yeah. a dance yeah, it's too much. It's too much. It's my too favorite thing. My favorite. My favorite thing is you will. You catch that pass. You get up. You point at the guys. That's a penalty. And yet somehow, if a team scores a touchdown, they're allowed to do an entire choreographed yeah. play in the end zone yeah. for a solid fifteen seconds. Yeah, <laughs> and the some, full river dance. Yeah, that that somehow is not a penalty. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a bit baffling. I was gonna say it. Uh, the sack dance is allowed too, which is interesting. As long as you don't uh, hover over the quarterback and point yeah. at him, you could do a pretty a pretty exhaustive uh, sack dance as well. <laughs> don't get it. I just don't understand. Like the the consistency is all it is. I do yeah. want to ban just in general. This is one of those things that I don't hate all the time. But guys abuse this. I want to ban celebrations after first downs. Just, just no more point, <laughs> no more pointing after first downs. <laughs> it's, it's because it's, like, it's not that I even have a problem with it. It's that just you're down two touchdowns. Just no pointing after a first down. Yeah, like, just, yeah come I get on. That. What are we doing? Just you're gonna but, make you're gonna make me take the the privilege away from everybody <laughs> because you're abusing it. I think that's fair. I, I I'm on board with that. As long as you don't take the sack dance away, I think the sack dance is the only thing that I, I need to stay. <laughs> it's my second favorite celebration in sports, the sack dance. So, sack dance, big guy touchdown. If a if a, if a lineman or a defensive lineman comes in and scores a touchdown, he's allowed 45 seconds to do whatever type of skit he'd like. I like that. Um, same with like a, a a fumble return touchdown. Fumble or something return. Like that. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I also, um, I also no. want to, you know what else I want to get rid of? I want to get rid of uh, defensive interception and the entire defense runs down to the other end zone and poses for the make-believe camera. I want to get rid of that. That's ridiculous. You're taking, that's yeah. three minutes of, uh, that you're taking up that we don't need. 
You're done with that one, huh? I'm so, okay with that. If you want to do it on the sideline, that's fine. It just takes too long. It's like you're running all the way down to the other end. Like, can we move along, please? <laughs> Come on. What are we doing? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Coming this, hard. Coming hard against them. I know. This is the this is the old man segment of the podcast where we complain about celebrating. I would also like to say for the record, I have any problem with celebrating. I think they should do whatever they want to do. I don't care. Me, me, me neither. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I, I do want to ask you about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, my friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, how worried are you about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? They uh, they beat the Cowboys week one, beat the Saints in week two, uh, and then they've lost five of their last six with yeah. the only victory over the Falcons. Uh, they've got some losses against Pittsburgh, Carolina, and Green Bay in that span. Yeah, uh, what are you? What are we thinking about Tampa? I think that Tampa thinks I picked them for third in the division when we did our preview. You did. I I just and this and it's not my prediction was based that I thought Tom Brady was gonna suck. I don't think Tom Brady sucked this year. It's not been terrible. No. Um, but it just it seemed like a team that had lost a lot of talent, had some injuries on the offensive line, and just had had a quarterback that was almost sixty five years old. So it seemed like yeah. a perfect recipe for things to go left, and things have gone a little left for them. Now I will say, you know. There's still eight games left. They're only a game out of first place. Like, I think they're probably, I would still probably bet them to win that division. I think they're probably still the most talented team in the division. As long as Tom Brady, as long as he still wants to even play. Guy's got a lot going on in his life. Also, side note, can we not make any jokes about Tom Brady's personal life? What's happening? Just no, right? Can we? Can like, we just not? <laughs> right? I, I like. I no one would confuse me with a Tom Brady fan. Right? Yeah, no one would confuse that me with that. Um, but even I, I, I have empathy for the guy. Like, even if he's a massive douchebag, and, yeah. and we don't know, maybe he is. I don't think he is. I think he's kind of a, kind of a weirdo. But I think he's um, a weird guy. But still, like. Everything that's but it's just it sucks to get divorced and it sucks yeah. to get it in and it sucks for it to be in the public eye. I mean, not that I know, but like it, it, it would suck for it to be in the public eye. It sucks to have your heart broken. It sucks to uh, especially when there's kids involved. Like I, I have empathy for the guy. I think it sucks. And I, I, I don't like the jokes. I, I think I think we need to stop. I think we need to just personal life stuff like that in general with family. It's like we none of us know what the situation is with him and his wife. And I don't think any of us should comment on it. Just I, I hope for the best for his entire family. And I know that's kind of a corny thing to say on the Internet specifically because all we do is make fun of everything. But just can we not? Yeah. Let's just not. Yeah. Let's just leave it alone. And it's not like it's not like he. It's not like he's marketed himself as some family man throughout his career, right? The reason this is in the news is because he's a massive star and his wife is a massive star. So, like, it's not, it's not like, I, I know they're in the public eye, but, like, it's not like, yeah. it's not like they're out there constantly, look at what a wonderful family we have. Which, Ru- even then, let's Even not then, it's still off limits, but it's not like Russell Wilson and Sierra, Right, who have kind of made their relationship part of the brand of him, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Which even then, let's not. Even then, it's none of our business. I agree with you. Even then, we should not talk about whatever happens in their personal life. Uh, But, but yeah, the the Tom Brady jokes. There's there's so many other things we can make fun of Tom Brady for. Like, yeah, right. (laughs) Like his Instagram page. Like his Instagram page with the alligator i'm sad the alligator's yeah. gone but there's so many other yeah. things he's a weirdo like, he talks he just i don't know there's so many other things that we could talk about that I just, it feels yeah. weird to see people making fun of his divorce just i don't want to do that yeah 
yeah, it's just it's just mean. So. It's very mean. We're all mean. Uh, but uh, all that being said, uh, I think they're. I'm I'm not panicked about the Bucks. I'm I'm panicked as far as I don't think they're gonna you know a competitor to win the Super Bowl. But I still think they win that division. I'm not not worried about. Yeah. That. They still got. I think they still got. The, they still got the Falcons. They still got the Panthers. I think they still got the Saints again. Yeah, they still have the Saints again. They win those three games. They win the division, and that, and and yeah. they should be favored in all of those games. Yeah, I I I think you're probably right. Last game of the season, they they are at Atlanta. That could be for the division. So that could be a big game. Yeah. Um. Can can we briefly just briefly yes. talk Kyrie before we leave? If you must. I'm glad you at least saved it for the end. <laughs> I just want to say, Kyrie finally apologized after they suspended him without pay. And I think the without pay is a key part there yeah. because last year, yeah. when he finally got vaccinated, it was without pay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> he's, he's, guys, the, he's sacrificing a lot of paychecks, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yeah. So, the, the main reason here, um, why the media and everybody's having a hard time with Kyrie, and we've talked about this a lot ad nauseum, you and I have. Um, it, it's not, it's because this isn't a typical situation, right? Because Kyrie didn't screw up, right? Right. He didn't make a mistake. Nope. He didn't misspeak. He believes this stuff. Yeah. And it's terrible stuff to believe. Yeah. And, and so people don't know, and so people don't understand why he's not just apologizing and move on, which now, he has apologized now that they took his money away. So, um, I, I, I wish the Nets would just wave him and just be like, screw this guy, we're done with him. Just wave him. Kyrie sucks. He sucks. So, so it, it, that's it. It, you, you touched on a very interesting thing. It's very easy to condemn a mistake, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's, if someone comes out and says something that's, you know, obviously wrong and they seem remorseful about it and say, I shouldn't have said that, that's not what I believe then that's one yeah. thing. But if a guy comes out and is just telling you who he is and what he believes and the things that he stands for, it's a lot it's a lot harder to defend those things when they're repulsive, right? Like yeah. He's pretty unapologetically been anti-Semitic and yeah. And and it doesn't seem to really back want to back down from it like you said. The apology last night it, it means nothing to me. It but means nothing. It means absolutely yeah. nothing to me. And I don't want to too seem little, like too late. I don't want to seem like I want to be like unapologetic and or you know, don't want the guy to be able to redeem himself. We've given Kyrie Irving more than enough chances. Right? Like we've yeah. been doing this with Kyrie for like five years now. And it's just it's thing after thing after thing after horrible thing with this guy. And I'm just I'm done with it. I've just enough. That he's not And this is the worst. This, this is the worst thing. Easily he's the done. worst thing he's done since he's been you know, this is not stomping on the Celtics logo. I don't care about that. This isn't even getting into it with teammates. I don't care about any of that. This is a guy like being straight up anti-Semitic and racist. Like it's just Yeah. And that's the part of it to me that I found interesting is how hesitant people are to want to say that part of it. Right? They 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 yeah. always want they want to make it seem like he's being a distraction. This is another thing that he's done that's derailing the net season. All those things are true, but there's a part of it that's different where he's just being blatantly anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the part of it that it doesn't seem that people want to really touch on. 
and, uh, and he's doubling down. I mean, he's he's doubled down multiple times. Yeah. So he, they made him. They made him release that that uh, that statement because they. I'm assuming his people sat him down. And was like, look, you seriously might never play again if you don't do this. <laughs> you're, and you're losing money. You're losing money. I, at the moment that uh, yeah, within hours after being suspended, suspended without pay, without yeah. pay, yeah, that's when the apology came, right? <laughs> like that, and 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 I I don't know a lot about his beliefs, but I know a little. I've done a little religious study, right? Yeah. I, and I know a little. And when they asked him if he's anti-Semitic, and he said, "I can't be if I know who I am." That's you know what yeah yeah. If you know if you know a little bit about the beliefs he's following, yeah, that is an anti-Semitic statement. <laughs> yeah, that's if you. He's. I'm not saying I don't know that he's technically uh, a Hebrew, a, a black Hebrew Israelite. I don't know that he he's is he that. he's headed there. He's headed there. Yeah, I don't know that he's officially that or not, but everything that he is saying is just right in line with all of that and. Yeah. It's it's like when someone says, uh, if you say, uh, you know, the Jewish extermination during the Holocaust, and someone re- replies with, "Yes," and of course, all the other people that were also exterminated <laughs> during the Holocaust. That that's a soft core Holocaust denial anti-Semitic statement. Yeah, he's anti-Semitic. He doesn't like Jewish people. Yeah, it, it's and it, it, it's just who he is, and I, I that's why that's why people are having such a hard time with it because he didn't make a mistake. This is who he is. It's he's he telling is. you who he is. But he's so but he's, and but screw still, that guy. He's still pretty good at basketball, though, Brent. He is good at basketball, and which is why Myers, Le- which is why he's not out of the league like Myers Leonard, <laughs> right? And 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 I'm not saying Myers Leonard didn't screw up, right? I'm not I'm not mitigating what Myers Leonard did, but Myers Leonard probably did make a dumb mistake. Like that's no. probably, and he's probably <laughs> learned from it, right? I hope. Um, I think he probably has. I, I think he probably has. I, I, I think you can make more of an argument that what Myers Leonard did was a, a, being uh, it, dumb. It was and a being mistake. Ignorant. I think he probably is kind of anti-Semitic as well. But I think that it, I pro- think pro- probably. But I. But what? But to 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 your point, what you said, what he did was probably a mistake. It's just a, a dumb person saying something dumb while playing video games, which happens every and day. And probably and probably ignorance, right? Yeah. Like like he, he may have some anti-Semitic thoughts, but probably probably stem more from ignorance than yeah. anything else right See, I, um, yeah and the, this is again to your another point you just made this is not to say that i don't that i think what happened to him is unwarranted i think no that he, no does deserved it i'm glad everything yeah. that went down is is right and all that stuff I, i'm good it's on just, it i it's you know a, it's nothing a more wrong with that it's a more difficult conversation with Kyrie because Kyrie's good at basketball that's that's exactly. the, the point and people yeah, you that's know the point it's the, it's it's it, we've seen this a hundred thousand times, right? Michael Vick went to prison and came out and still got a job because he was yep. good at football, right? Like, yeah, is what is another reason why I, I've pushed back on the Colin Kaepernick was was shunned was banned from football. If Colin Kaepernick was still good, he'd have had a job. If people thought he could help them win, he would they would have got him back in the league. It's these leagues don't care. Like, they don't care what yeah. these guys do. They don't. There's no moral stance that these guys are making about anything. They'll hire whoever yeah. they think can help them win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't. The, care. Everyone is is weighing the PR versus the talent they bring. Absolutely. The I mean, it, it's it's true. It's absolutely true. Absolutely. So. It's like that's just that's just what it is. Kyrie will get another chance in the league as long as he's um, 
as long as people think he can help them win, the moment Kyrie doesn't have it anymore, he won't be in the league. That's it. That's that's yeah. that's, that's that's the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Absolutely done with right. Kyrie. Okay. If, if I were the Nets, I would just cut him and move on. I just don't. It's just, just cut him. You, you, you want to make a moral high ground move? Point. Just wave him. Just wave him. It's, Be done. Not anywhere near it at the near worth it at this point. He's garbage. You know they got some picks back from that Harden trade. Move Simmons. Move D- Durant. Blow this thing sky high. They hired Emi Adoka. Oh my gosh. Let's not. I, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> we, to, we, we seriously don't have enough time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll maybe we'll check in on the NBA next week. But boy, <laughs> yes, Kyrie Oof. might not be a net by next week. We don't even know. I've no. I'm ready for anything when it comes to that team. Anything, that guy. could be anything. Could be anything. <laughs> Jesus. All right, let's 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 close this out. I just I had to talk about that because I, I I just feel like most people are just missing the point on Kyrie. The point is this is who he is. He's showing you who he is. Believe yeah. it. Yeah. He's showing you, not only is he showing you who he is, he's not apologizing for it. It's like, it's not like he's tried to soft shell who he is. Again, he did make that apology and, you know, kudos kudos to whoever his PR person is that wrote that. Um, To to me, at at this point, it's almost more insulting. That he did the apology. That he's about, right, you want us to believe now, after the multiple times that you've had to make a statement, that now, all of a sudden, after he took your money away, now you're sorry. Yeah. And and this is right after you've been like, I'm never going to stop being who I am. Well, you just did, buddy, because they took your paycheck away. That's what. Get out yeah. of here. Sick so, of this dude. Yeah, get out of here. I'm sick of Kyrie. I'm done with Kyrie. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's let's call it. Before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us a nice review. So please do. That does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Go listen to Surge Severe. Apologies, as always, to Ryan Tannehill. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you with another episode next week. The vast penmanship crafting the track generous. It's that infinite, filling the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme rap and then we dish it. Yo. Your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant.